What is happening, my friends? Welcome back to the channel. This is going to be a quick breakdown on Tony Ferguson versus Dan Hooker. Dan's been calling out Tony for a scrap. I think it's a great fight, especially for where these guys are at in their career right now. Let's get into this matchup. All right, so Tony El Kukui Ferguson is 38 years old right now. I'm looking right now. He's listed as six feet tall. I think he's more 5'11". He has a 76 and a half inch reach. Wrestling background, BJJ black belt under Eddie Bravo, 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu. Mixed martial arts record, 25 wins, 7 losses, 12 wins via KOTKO, and 8 wins via submission. Talking about Tony's skill sets and fight style, heavy-handed, heavy-handed. Has a very effective stiff jab. Punching-wise, Tony went in a firefight, attacks on varied angles, looping hooks, wild uppercuts, rear and lead hand. Pretty relentless also when he smells blood in the water. He will chase you down throwing bombs. A lengthy, lanky guy with good reach. Tony is very creative on the feet. And when he chooses to, has great head movement. Although he doesn't utilize it in every fight. When he doesn't rely on his chin so much and slips, he lands great counters and uppercuts. Ferguson is diverse standing. The guy is a walking buzzsaw of punches, kicks, knees, and elbows. How many people have we seen Tony Ferguson bust up and cut up? Looks like a horror movie. Ferguson uses his cardio as a weapon, puts a crazy pace on guys, and if your cardio and conditioning isn't up to scratch, you are going to wilt. He knows it too. Ferguson is tricky on the ground. Again, 10th Planet BJJ Black Belt. The Darsh Choke is his signature submission, and it's great in scrambles or against wrestlers that shoot in. One of the best chins ever in the sport. To his fault, however, sometimes relies on his ability to take a punch and slips on his defense a bit. Case in point, when he fought Gaethje. He paid for it in that fight. Alright, Dan Hooker. Dan is listed as 6 feet tall. He has a 75 inch reach. He has a purple belt in BJJ, kickboxing background, mixed martial arts record, 21 wins, 12 losses, 10 wins via KOTKO, 7 wins via submission. I think that's pretty cool. The amount of submission wins Dan has, considering he comes from a striking background, shows his willingness to improve, to become diverse, and deadly in all areas of the game. Now, speaking of Dan's skill sets and tendencies, Dan is a seasoned and comfortable striker. Coming from that city kickboxing group, one of his training partners is Israel Adesanya. I think he's super effective when he fights long and from the outside, picking his shots at his own pace. Very effective low kicks when he utilizes them. Dan has very long legs and can get his knees way up there in an instant. You got to watch out for that. He'll throw random knees and especially in the clinch. He'll sneak him up there and mess you up. Dan is very good at countering opponents. He can sit back, let you come at him, just be out of range, dodging and slipping, then counter effectively due to his length and reach. Hooker's super tough. I feel like he struggles a bit when he's in the pocket with a powerful striker and guys who know how to fight on the inside well. He's not afraid to engage in the pocket and get into a firefight, sometimes to his detriment. I have seen his ground skills improve over time. That goes for the wrestling and submission grappling. 
Dan can fight a little reckless like Tony and leaves his chin out there a bit. Little lazy with getting his guard back up when striking. But honestly, that just may be his style and how he's comfortable striking. Hands low and loose, ready to stuff takedowns and get underhooks. His defense is something that has been exploited before by savvy strikers like Dustin Poirier and Barboza. I don't see a particular issue with Dan's cardio and conditioning. Look at how he fights, always at a high pace and in bangers. You need great cardio to fight like that. Alright guys, alright, the matchup. Now how could this fight possibly play out in a UFC cage? Few things here. Tony's on a four fight losing skid, but he has been losing to top guys like Gaethje, Chandler, Oliveira, and Darius. In Hooker's last five fights, he's only won once. Hooker has also lost in recent years to top dogs. A few names are Poirier, Chandler, Makachev. Both Tony and Dan have been stopped via strikes a handful of times in over 20-something fights. Tony two times, Dan three times. They both have competed against some high-level guys if you look at their records. Ferguson actually has more KOTKO wins on his resume in MMA. They both actually have similar finish rates, striking-wise and submission-wise. I take a healthy, prime Tony in this fight any day of the week. That Ferguson is impossible to finish via strikes, concrete chin, tenacious, doesn't let off the gas. I think Tony's actually more heavy-handed than Hooker. I think Tony's wild-charging style that forces guys into a chaotic brawl could give Hooker problems. On one hand, though, I see Hooker picking his shots and sniping at Tony landing. But on the other hand, I can also see him being overwhelmed when Tony closes the distance with those hard shots and powerful uppercuts when he slips off center line. I would not expect Hooker to outgrapple Tony at all. They both are exceptionally tough, but I think Tony's a little bit tougher. This is Tony's fight to lose, in my opinion. What version of Ferguson will we see after the losing skid and that brutal KO by Chandler? If Tony's further compromise, we may see Dan have a field day. That is if Tony's slow and gets hurt now, chin cracked. But if you look at Tony's fight against Chandler, man, did he look great. His reflexes were there, the timing, the counters, look like vintage Tony up until the KO. You know what? I think I'm still going with Tony in this fight. I think he's a tough matchup for Dan Hooker in many ways. If I was Hooker, I would be patient, pick my shots, not allow Tony to suck me into a reckless wild brawl shot for shot, utilize low kicks, front push kicks to keep Tony at bay, and he should take his time. Landing clean straights while maintaining a safe distance as Tony charges. If I was Ferguson, the opposite of distance. Don't play the set on the outside pick your shot game with Hooker at his pace. Instead, make things chaotic. Close that distance and possibly land big hard shots within those wild exchanges. Head movement is key. Get off center line. Counter with big hooks or vintage Ferguson uppercuts. I wouldn't bother with takedowns of Arbatoni, at least not early on. If Hooker shoots, and he might because he likes to mix it up and surprise you, Tony needs to have that Darce on standby. I think Tony could tap out Hooker 100%. I got Tony in this fight. It's a great fight for where they are in their careers right now. 
And this will tell us who has something left to compete at the higher levels. I don't think this goes to decision. I think Tony could get it done and finish Dan via strikes or submission. These are my opinions and my assessment on this fight. At the end of the day, who knows how it would play out. I guess we'll have to find out if they book it. As usual, we will come back and talk about it after it takes place. Hopefully it does. It's a great fight. Let me know in the comments section, guys. Who do you have in this fight and why? I want to read your thoughts and read your opinions. If this is your first time at the channel and you enjoy the content, please consider hitting that subscribe button. Really appreciate that. And if you want to support the channel, all I ask is that you like and share the video. Thank you so much, and I'll catch you guys on the next segment. Until then, everyone take care. Later.